look to the sky, the lone star shining brighter than all the rest, guiding us to the birth of a child, a child Christians believe to be the Son of God. Miraculous now, here among us on earth. Was that, was that from a Charlie Brown episode? <laughs> was that Charlie Brown's Christmas? Oh no, Charlie Brown was much brighter than the sock puppet living in the White House. For the love of Mike. For crying out loud. See, there's little, little Vince Giraldi. Oh, Tenenbaum, oh, Tenenbaum. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. I love your spreading branches. Isn't that nice? Has anybody hung a, a red Christmas stocking up from the mantle with the name of Navy? You know, Navy Joan Roberts, the granddaughter that Joe Biden won't acknowledge. Family man that he is. I have this album. Well, I have the CD. I used to have the album. But my ex-mother-in-law gave away all my albums to the serial killer across the street in California. That was a disappointing day. This is a great album. It's, uh, you know, the Vince Guaraldi Christmas album. Charlie Brown. Memories. Great stuff. See, I just mentioned uh, Charlie Brown because that Joe Biden soundbite describing the star in the sky did remind me of Charlie Brown and Charlie Brown Christmas, explaining what Christmas is all about. I think they might have handed him a cue card with the Charlie Brown script on it because he surely doesn't know what it's all about. Yes, he does, and don't call him Shirley. Yeah, cringe lying yesterday from the podium. Um, Cobble Kirby running like the building was on fire. Oh, that's a hypothetical. I don't think you know what that word means. <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> uh, sorry, Prince's Bride, Prince's Bride reference. <laughs> yeah. Amazing stuff. I want to play. Let's play number two again because the lies were so big. Cringe. Sock puppet. Raggedy Ann. White House spokesmodel. We're smashing records at our southern border. I think we had 14,000. We had The, the record uh, was shattered at 10,000. Uh, you remember Jed Johnson who was, um, was he o Obama's wingman? He was Obama's wingman, and uh, which is fine when you're a Democrat. That's all good. The New York Times approves that. Oh, I got some funny New York Times stuff, too, and some funny Washington Post stuff. They're not intentionally funny, ever, but they are occasionally humorous, despite themselves. But, uh, well, let me get back to cringe, because cringe yesterday... We, we had, uh, 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 it was Jed Johnson who said, you know, a thousand illegal aliens at the border in a day is crazy. He said 4,000 a day. That's a crisis. That's a crisis. Then we hit, uh, under Joe Biden, we're hitting 10,000 a day. 
Then we hit 12,000 a day. Then 12,400 a day. Then 14,000 a day. And it's just coming and coming and coming like the whole world is on fire and we're the only place that's not on fire. And yet they tell us that our country is the most awful country in the world and it's terrible. Full of racists like Joe Biden who didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle because he's a racist. So the most massive flow of displaced humanity, voluntarily displaced in almost every instance, claiming asylum, which they're not eligible for, at our southern border. And Cringe lied yesterday, and none of the, you know, again, there's a Republican president, you got a, it's a piranha tank in there, a pack of rabid, bloodthirsty jackals, the White House press corps. But there's a Democrat in there, and the whole country's burning to the ground, and they just sit there asleep because they're corrupt, personally corrupt. The news organizations are institutionally corrupt. More broadly, the profession is profoundly corrupt. At this moment in time, they come out of communication schools and journalism schools having been corrupted by left-wing pseudo-professors who think that the model is Woodward and Bernstein and Richard Nixon and Watergate and social justice warriors posing as journalists. But here comes the big fat liar, um, Cringe, claiming, oh, well, you know, this is this time of year. No, this is the slowest time of year for people coming across our border, you liar. And then they fall back on this, and every stinking Democrat, ask any random Democrat on a bus in the city, Hey, you know, the border's a mess. Oh, well, it's uh, the, our, uh, our immigration system has been broken for decades. Every dim-witted Democrat has been programmed with this talking point. It's quite extraordinary. Cringe, lying to us all yesterday. We're at a time of the year where we're seeing more uh, at the border, and it's not unusual. This That's is a lie. This is an immigration system that has been broken for decades. That's a lie. And the president has taken this very seriously to try to That's a lie. That's a lie. That, everything there is a lie. Those are all lies. Well, let's go to the number three, because she continued to lie with follow-on lies in her same lying answer. The president has done everything that he can, right? That's a lie. Uh, on, on his own, there's, there's clearly diplomatic conversation happening with AMLO and other folks, uh, other leaders in the region. Right? With AMLO. With AMLO. Um, they call the president of Mexico AMLO, which is an acronym for his name, and I'm just, uh, honestly, I'm embarrassed for everyone at this point. AMLO, you're calling him AMLO. Extraordinary. Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, A-M-L-O. And she casually threw out AMLO like everybody calls Mexican President Lopez Obrador, which is long enough already. Everybody calls him AMLO. Nobody calls, you know, the cartels may call him AMLO. The human child sex traffickers may call him AMLO. And now the White House calls the president of Mexico AMLO. They made it an acronym. I have to declare war on acronyms. This has gotten completely out of control. Acronyms and abbreviations. Clearly diplomatic conversation happening with AMLO and other folks, uh, other leaders in the region. We're going to continue to have those conversations just to make sure that we uh, we deal with the flow. But we also need funding. 
Oh, but what we need is funding for more judges to more rapidly process the illegals into the country and give them plane tickets. Very expensive. The air marshals have been pulled out of airplanes to drive illegal aliens to the airport to put them on airplanes wherever they want to go at our expense. And they need more funding to destroy the country as we know it. I'm reminded once again of the Soviet author, Elena Gorokova, who in her book, A Mountain of Crumbs, wrote, they lied to us. We know they're lying to us. Now, this is talking about the Soviet Union, which is here. They lied to us. We know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us. And the Democrats, to complete the quote, the Democrats keep pretending to believe them. That's what Elena Gorokova said in her book about the Soviet Union, A Mountain of Crumbs. We have liars like Kabul Kirby. I can barely even remember his first name anymore. I know it's John Kirby now that I think of it, but I, I can't even. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Kabul Kirby. It's just Kabul Kirby. He's just Kabul Kirby. The crooked, corrupt Kabul Kirby. Biden's spokesman, AMLO. Andres Manuel Lopez, and, and she just says AMLO like everybody knows him as AMLO. Clearly diplomatic conversation happening with AMLO and other. Good Lord. You're a Tuma. There is a uh, Democrat who is a member of the Washington, D.C. City Council, which is our nation's capital. And uh, he is a lion Sacagawea also. He has an X account and he posted on X March 3rd, excuse me, March 29th of 2023. He posted, when it comes to crime, how people feel is important, leftists. So he said, no, it's not how you feel. It's not getting shot like the four people by Nationals Baseball Park yesterday morning, no less, two of whom were killed, two more wounded Fox News, as fast as they put up the graphics on their TV screen about the number of homicides in Washington, D.C., they can't keep up. But Phil Mendelson, left-wing radical, when it comes to crime, how people feel is important. And some residents don't feel safe. But the number of violent crime incidents in 2022 was 45% lower than a decade ago. Got to go a decade ago, not last year. Got to go a decade ago. Total violent crime last year was 7% less than the year before. And he writes, there's no, quote, crime crisis, end quote, in Washington, D.C. And I shared the crime stats with you today from the Metropolitan Police Department. Homicides are up 36%. Violent crime is up 39%. Robbery is up 69%. Motor vehicle theft theft is up 86%. Property crime up 25%. Arson is up 175%. No, there's no crime crisis. Elena Gorokova. (laughs) They lied to us. We know they're lying to us. They know we know they're lying to us, but they keep lying to us. And the Democrats keep pretending to believe them. And that goes from the White House briefing room 
to the Pentagon briefing room, to the State Department briefing room, to the Washington Post, to the New York Times. The lies, the lies, all lies, I tell you. And with that, the New York Times, this is great. They've got a story out today. If you printed it out, we pulled it up on the computer, Michael Pierce, did. If you printed it out, it would be nine pages long. Nine pages if you printed it. Hunter Biden text cited in impeachment inquiry is not what GOP suggests. This is uh, quite extraordinary. Um, the text they're talking about is the 2019 message from Hunter Biden to his daughter saying, I'm not going to make you give me half of my income like my dad does to me, right? And uh, the New York Times spent nine pages trying to convince you, and if you're dumb enough to believe it, you'll believe it, that that message from Hunter Biden to his daughter doesn't mean what it obviously means, that he has been forced by his father to hand over half of his income because the only reason he has an income at all is that he trades on the Biden name and he gets million-dollar no-show jobs in Ukraine. He gets diamonds. He gets all kinds of everything from all over the world. But the New York Times, in a nine-page story printed out, not it's not nine pages of the newspaper, but if you printed it nine pages long, that 2019 message from Hunter Biden to his daughter doesn't mean what you think it means giving his father half of his salary. That's not what it means. No, here's, so they, they engage in this long-winded defense of not jo, uh, Hunter Biden, but Joe Biden. This is all about Joe Biden. Oh, by the way, uh, Hunt, uh, Joe Biden is pardoning thousands of convicted people, convicted of marijuana charges on federal lands, because this is about buying votes. This is about, you know, he's losing voters, younger voters. So, He's pardoning, by fiat, thousands and thousands of people convicted, drug charges. It was all illegal when they were convicted. But he's going to pardon thousands, and because th- it's an election year next year, convicted of use and possession, marijuana on federal lands, and in the District of Columbia, mass pardons, just like in a banana republic, just like in a third world country, Because we are increasingly a third world country. Make no mistake, the left is here to destroy. You know, CBDs are everywhere. Am I right about this? CBDs are everywhere. They're putting CBDs in everything now. Well, my friends at Generic CBD have infused CBDs into their number one best-selling deep penetrating muscle and joint cream. And let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. Look at the reviews online. It melts right into your knees, elbows, shoulders, back especially your knuckles, your fingers, your, your, you know, your hands. Goes to work in a matter of seconds, and even my best girl says it's a fantastic moisturizer. The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them. They sell premium CBD products for less money. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free, absolutely free. $2.95 for shipping and handling, and that's it. But don't worry, it's not a, sus- a subscription. No strings attached. They just want you to try it because they know you're going to love it and you're going to buy more for everybody you know. Get your free sample, good size sample, too, at genericcbd.com. G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. That's genericcbd.com. 
These products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Yeah, uh, and the Washington Post. You know, the Washington Post is going through layoffs. Have you seen this one? They sent a message out to the people that they've uh, laid off. One final insult on the way out the door. That's coming up. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant. Excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, the New York Times today, they have the the Hunter Biden message to his daughter. And Hunter Biden said to his daughter, I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. And the uh, we printed it out just to burn some trees down. New York Times did it. Nine pages trying to convince us that means something other than what it obviously means. Because the New York Times, they lie to us. We know they're lying to us. They know we know they're lying to us, but they keep lying to us. Just like Anna Gorkova. Describe the Soviet Union in Mountain of Crumbs. Let's go to the phones. Let's go. Oh, let's go to Leo calling from Colorado. Leo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Leo. Space Force uh, anniversary this week. They had their fourth. Um, Yeah. So I want to put this whole migration thing in military terms. Um, There's light divisions and heavy divisions, and they range from... 10,000 to 15,000 troops, armed troops. We have an equivalent of an army division coming across our border, unarmed combatants, most of them, now just about every day. So we're, we're being literally invaded, Chris, and it really needs to stop. And um, what's it going to take? Is it going to take us literally mobilizing our military, which we should do. Yes, we should. all the way down to the southern border, take out all the cartels and all the bad actors in between. We really need Trump, don't we? Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Ah, uh, Vince Guaraldi. A great Christmas album. It's eternal, like so many Christmas albums and Christmas songs. 
At the Washington Post, it's, it's Christmas time, so they're laying people off. Jeff Bezos, Dr. Evil, the on-again, off-again, richest man in the world, Amazon. They're giving people buyouts, and they've told them, hey, we're going to be, a lot of people got to go, so you can volunteer for a buyout, or uh, maybe you won't get a buyout. And they all got a memo. Great stuff, Max Tanny on X. Some people at the Washington Post who took buyouts thought it was insensitive to receive a departure email that included a line, <laughs> and it's almost funny, about going to the, the Washington Post store. They have a store, too. The Chris Plant store is much better, I can assure you. But the Washington Post uh, giving people buyouts incensed and received an email that included a line telling them to, quote, take a last look, end quote, at the discounted Washington Post merchandise store before leaving. And then it said, don't let the door hit you in the ace because they're keeping it classy. Before your last day at the Post, the memo that they got says, make sure you stop by the Post store and take advantage of special employee pricing on products including alumni gear. Alumni gear. You don't work here anymore. So what, do you get a hat that says, I used to work at the Washington Post? You will not be able to access discounted rates after your last day at the Post. But I worked here for 40 years. I'm a shriveled up ball of stupidity. Yeah, on your way out the door, don't forget that last discount. Yeah, you can't live without that. Isn't that amazing? Completely nuts. Uh, in Illinois, there is a Democrat who is, I think, probably fairly typical of Democrats. The headline from the Fox News, it's actually Fox 32 in Chicago, the local Fox News channel there. Quote, illegal in so many ways, end quote. Controversy surrounds Dalton Mayor Tiffany Haynard's salary maneuver. This is a Democrat woman. She is a woman of color because Democrats find that very important. A South suburban politician is under fire for the way she spends tax dollars. She has come up with a unique strategy to discourage people from running against her. Tiffany Haynard is proposing a nearly 90% cut in her position salary, but only if she's not filling it. <laughs> It's just the latest controversy surrounding Hannard, who serves as both Thornton Township Supervisor and the mayor of Dalton, Illinois. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Thornton Township trustee Chris Gonzalez was just sitting down at the start of a township board meeting two weeks ago when he was handed a seven-page proposed ordinance requiring an immediate vote. Gonzalez said he had no time to read the proposed ordinance. And when we get into the meeting pretty quick, he says, leading the meeting was Supervisor Haynard, who was appointed to the position last year after the death of longtime Supervisor Frank Zuccarelli. Haynard is certainly charismatic enough, often bringing a, a DJ to board meetings, a disc jockey to board meetings to help her make a point with music and, you know, scratching and stuff. She's a woman of color. But she also proposed a controversial uh, uh, spending uh, idea 
tens of thousands of taxpayer dollars to promote herself with billboards and purchasing first-class tickets for out-of-town trips. She also used public employees and vehicles to promote her personal charity and taken Dalton police officers off the street to create a personal security detail that resulted in thousands of hours of overtime. But that's not even the best part. The ordinance she's proposing would ensure that Haynard continues to receive her $224,000 a year salary. $224,000, so about a quarter of a million dollar year salary to be, you know, in a little township, right? She wants to continue receiving that salary, but if a non-incumbent were to be elected mayor, that is anyone other than her, they would be vying for running for a job that would pay $25,000 a year. So if she wins, then the salary remains $224,000 a year. But if anyone else wins, then the salary is $25,000 a year, which would be a disincentive for anyone else to run for the position, which now pays $224,000 a year, but would pay $25,000 a year if you were to win the position. That's pretty amazing. Designed to, uh, you know, poison pill to scare off competition, Fox writes in Chicago, and that's completely right. Perhaps the bigger question is, is it legal? She's a Democrat. She doesn't care whether it's legal or not. You know, I mean, don't be ridiculous. Don't you know who she is? She's the mayor. No, it's so illegal in so many ways, it violates so many tenets of the law, said municipal attorney Bert Odelson, I'm sorry, Odelson, who represents Haynard's political opposition in Dalton. Just amazing. This is what Democrats do. They're criminals. This woman is a criminal. Let's not kid ourselves. She should be arrested for that. Oh, speaking of being arrested, uh, the Washington Post doesn't have the story, but the New York Post does. Brawl, a brawl involving pro-Palestinian activists in Detroit at the Democrat Party's holiday bash leaves partygoers bloodied, bruised, and in the emergency room. The Democrats were having their, in Detroit, the city government Democrats having their Christmas party uh, in a bar, as you might imagine, when a violent mob of Democrats broke into the bar and beat the hell out of everybody. And they're yelling, cease fire now, and there's some video of it and some audio of it, but they're pro-Hamas, anti-Semites, and they came in and violently attacked the party. 20 to 30 demonstrators swarmed a Detroit bar Saturday night to interrupt the Christmas party being thrown by the city's Democrats. About 200 people for the 13th Congressional District Democrat Party and the protesters from Palestinian Youth Movement and the Party for Socialism and Liberation, Communists and Jihadis. See, Putin, China, and the Ayatollah are on the same page. The Democrat Party, the Party for Socialism and Liberation, who are communists, literally, and the Palestinian Youth Movement, are violent wings of the Democrat Party. And they crashed the party and started beating the hell out of people, bloodying a bunch of people, people being hospitalized. And uh, 
The brawl even featured a 91-year-old former Detroit police commissioner, Bernice Smith, hitting protesters with a cane, trying to fend them off. Get out of here, she repeatedly yelled at the gate crashers. They came in here, they bust me in my head and everything. I ask you, this is the blacks that are fighting against them. We're fighting Please against them. Leave the building. Your, Please her, leave her, from in front of the building. They're asking them to leave. Okay, they can't even come. They need the man. The, 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 the Arabs are coming. That was Bobby Abington Smith, who was uh, being, and here she is with a bloodied nose. She got her face punched in. She's an African American woman. Her eyes are. Uh, sure, she's got two black eyes and a bloody nose. The uh, left-wing socialist liberation people, these are the brown shirts of Germany of the 1930s, and they are the Democrat Party. Make no mistake about it. If you're Jewish and you're a Democrat, then you're a moron. It's too late. It's over. The Democrat Party is done for. These aren't liberals. This is the left. And this woman, I'm looking at these pictures of this woman in there. She made a video of herself. She is gushing blood from her nose. Two puffy black eyes. Look like Mike Tyson beat the hell out of her. These people just trying to have a nice Christmas party. And leftists, socialist liberation lunatics, uh, they're here to kill everyone. And the Palestinian, that is pro-Hamas, violent criminals, uh, honestly, your Democrat Party in 2023. This must be stopped. And the New York Times, boy, oh boy, absolutely crazy. In Chicago, there is a uh, an aged activist, and he seems like a pretty cool guy, pretty straightforward guy. I, I like him. He's got cool clothes. He's got a cool hat, and he's got uh, and he's got uh, you know stuff going on. Trump, come here and clean up this mess. Seething Chicago resident explodes on migrant crisis and demands that the mayor send them all back. Now, this is kind of fascinating because we're talking about a guy named George Blakemore who's 81 years old, and for the past 40 years, he's attended every public meeting he can, city council meetings, board of education, and here he is pleading with the city council to take their city back and send the illegal aliens back to where they came from. Uh-oh. And he said like this. I'm strictly advocating for black people and call ice on them. Trump, come in here. Clean this mess up. The most corrupt city in the United States is the city of Chicago. And that's not my... Thank you, Mr. Blakemore, for your comments. 81-year-old George Blakemore, he's got a really cool shirt and a really cool baseball cap, and, and he looks lean and, uh, and sharp, and he's, uh, I like him. He's got, uh, he's got hair down to his waist, uh, and, uh, and he goes to everything he can. Got crazy pants and crazy boots, uh, look like uh, modern art. Maybe uh, they're like Hunter Biden clothes or something like that. And the, the Democrat Party is destroying everything. And the news media is the most corrupt institution in America. I'm sorry to say all that, but it, it happens to be true because it's true. Uh, also, 
The uh, Fox News in New York, New York lost more residents in a year than any other state in the country. U.S. Census data shows people are fleeing the state of New York. People are fleeing the state of California. People are fleeing the state of Illinois. Those are the top states that people are fleeing. What do those three states have in common? New York State in 2023, which is not quite over, lost more than 101,984 people. California has lost more than 75,423 people. Illinois has lost more than 32,826 people. They're fleeing because the Democrats are running everything into the ground making every place unlivable, dangerous, filthy, crime-ridden, non-English-speaking. New York City Mayor Eric Adams blames rats. Rats, he says, are the big reason New Yorkers are fleeing the state in droves. There's a perfect storm of reasons that cities are losing their population. And at one time, you may have lost, you know, 20,000 here, 15,000 here. But now when you start to add up all of those dynamics, it's a different uh, way of life. And some people who have children and families uh, decide they want to go to a place uh, where their children can play outdoors. Uh, not be shot. Of green spaces. want to see animals. You not don't, be you don't killed. see too many animals but rats in New York. Not be assaulted, not become drug addicts, not step over the dead bodies of a uh, what was the uh, the story I said about all the dead bodies? Uh, oh, it's in uh, it's in Washington D.C. All the dead people, all the dead homeless people. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, that yeah, that's that's in the uh, paper today. Yeah, all the dead homeless people. Just unhoused. yeah, they're unhoused people, and they're unhoused and they're dead, and they're on the streets of uh, Washington D.C. and they can't keep up with the dead bodies in the street. Because what we've decided to do with homeless people is, who are generally speaking mentally ill and or drug addicted, and um, they can't fend for themselves, so we throw them out on the sidewalk to die. And that's, you know, to fend for themselves, but obviously they cannot fend for themselves. So, mm-mm-mm, I'm telling you. Uh, also on the front page of the Washington Post today, pretty funny. GOP fraud unit fails to find vast voter plot. Fails to find vast voter plot. Only 47 convictions in six states targeting mostly Democrats. Come on, here we go. Minorities, because minorities. If you vote Democrat, you are brain damaged. Honestly, there's something wrong with you. The headline on the Metro sectional, It could have been me amid record U.S. homelessness. Vigil honors dozens of in D.C. who have died on the street in the past year, marching with a casket, all the homeless people that are left to die. This is the Democrat Party fix in Democrat cities for people suffering on the streets. Homeless ranks grow as volunteers to aid them fade. And a push to act on D.C. crime Mendelssohn prods mayor and police. This is the guy who just a few months ago yelled at you and said there is no crime crisis. The Democrat Party is is not good for America. That's as generous as I can be. But I'm in the Christmas spirit, you know. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show.
Now, the Washington Post is a radical left-wing paper owned by a billionaire agitator. And even their radical toothless typist, Ruth Marcus, yesterday in the pages of the Washington Post, the Supreme Court should keep Trump on the Colorado ballot. Um, and, and today in the Washington Post, their opinion writer, Ramesh Punaru, a Colorado court's dumb ruling is a dumb reason to vote for Trump. Sure, sure. And next to that, they've got how the battle for democracy will be fought and won. It's an editorial with nobody's name on it. Um, and, you know, battle, fought, won. Remember, the Democrats had South Carolina break away on Christmas Eve, 1860. That was the beginning of something big. They're not on our side. How many times do I have to say it? Um, let's take a phone call. We are headed off into Christmas weekend, and, and we're, uh, we're in America. We're in a fight for America, the battle for democracy and for America. The Washington Post, it's a whole-page story, and they're obviously wrong about everything, as always. Uh, but before we go, let's go to Mary, calling from Chicago, Illinois. Mary, Mary. Merry Christmas, Mary. Quite contrary. <laughs> I'm telling you, the news is awful. Everything is awful. What are we to do? What are we to do? What are we to do is a great question as we enter this uh, Christmas weekend. Mary, we are to stand strong. We are to... Uh, keep our chin up and our nose into the wind. We are to maintain our integrity. We are to fight for truth, justice, and the American way. You know, the comic book company that does Superman took away the American way. Now it just says truth, justice, and they eliminated the American way because leftists are there. Mary, we are very much under assault in the United States of America. Western civilization is under assault. Uh, and we see a... Um, a union of Putin's communist Russia, Xi Jinping, ricochet rabbits, communist China, the Ayatollahs in Iran, North Korea's in there, every radical Islamic terrorist group funded by way of Iran, but by Barack Obama and Joe Biden, who have funneled billions and billions to the Ayatollahs in Tehran. Our border is wide open. We're being flooded. We need Donald Trump. We need mass deportations. We need an election. And we need to stay strong as Americans. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.